Hello, sweet friends, and welcome to Happy Sad Talk Thing. My name is Mackin, and uh, this is a show where I talk about feelings and ideas and my life and your life. I tell you everything about your life in this show. So uh, let's get into it. Uh, why are you being such an asshole lately? All right. This is me talking directly to you, Brian. <laughs> I just want there to be somebody named Brian listening and just flipped out. Anyways, guys, um, this week I uh, don't have a guest, just Mac and, Mac and Rock and the solo cast. Um, my therapist recommended last week that I read uh, the, um, the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, um, and I was actually texting him live <laughs> on the podcast last week, uh, episode number 55, On Being Sad Sometimes. Um, and so I read that book, and the, and the book basically talked a lot about a di- lot of different things. But one of the things that struck me was just like, like we have a limited amount of fucks to give in this life, and uh, we should be like choosing what we give a fuck about based on like our own values, and uh, like not other people's values. <laughs> and um, it just got me thinking a lot about like what are my values and like when i'm making a choice like am i am i deferring to my own system of values or like am i trying to think about what other people want me to value or something like that um or is it like a shitty value system um and because i'm i'm deeply insecure that's that's no secret um and i think like a lot of times i uh i wonder like I'm I'm measuring my life's actions by every single person that I meet, <laughs> like values, you know, by like my parents' values, by my friends' values, by like my teachers' values, and just like a bunch of people that fucking aren't me. <laughs> and I think about like the radical people in this life that just didn't give a fuck slash don't give a fuck, like Bernie Sanders. You know what I'm saying, like. He's not thinking like, oh, like what a Trump, what is what is Trump value? What are his? How do I get his voters to like me? You know, because that that ultimately stems from insecurity, and that that value is like wanting other people to like me. <laughs> and that's what so many of my actions are based upon. And I fucking hate that <laughs> because like that's not that's not my true self. You know, like I. I feel like I so often, like, put out ideas or thoughts or statements or whatever, like, that are not for everyone. And then I and then I sort of get bummed out when I realize that not everybody likes them or me or something like that. Um, so I've been trying to think a lot about, like, what my fucking values are. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah. And I think I'm trying to practice, like, letting people not like me, you know? Um, because, like, pretending that I can appeal to everyone is just false. Like, I just can't do that. And, like, at the end of the day, like, I don't want to be some fucking wishy-washy person that's just sort of, like, 
you know, chameleon changing to whoever's in the room, you know? Like, fuck that shit, you know? Bernie Sanders doesn't do that shit! And Bernie Sanders is Lord. Anyways, guys. I value, I value, I don't know exact, I wrote some stuff down. Um, and I want to kind of dive into it and just chew on it for myself. Um, and hopefully, fucking inspire you to do the same! Um, but this is weird for me. (laughs) And I'm just, I'm already afraid I'm sounding pretentious, you know? But it's like, I don't give a fuck! I don't give a fuck! You know, those people that are gonna be like, "Mm, what a pretentious guy. Like, maybe I don't give a fuck about those people. Maybe that's that's my new train of thought. (laughs) Um, honesty is one of my values. Um. I think something like I talk a lot in therapy about is, uh, or that my therapist talks to me a lot about in therapy is the difference between, like, you can be committed to radical honesty without being reckless, you know? And I think a lot of times I'm reckless with my honesty, and I'm just sort of like, it's true, I need to say it. And um, a lot of times I'll just pour all of my thoughts out at a person and just like, which honestly can can be a, a move made out of fear, you know? It's just sort of like, here's all the conflicted ways I feel about this relationship and, like, you know, wanting to continue it or wanting to break up, and, like, I don't actually have the courage to <laughs> make a choice. I'm just going to, like, analyze it from every single different perspective and just sort of, like, th- throw up all the thoughts on you, like... And I'm just like, well, I'm just being honest. Like, this is how I feel. And it's just like, all right, like cool, you're being honest, but are you being helpful, you know? Um, And so, you know, you listen to different people talk about honesty and then they talk about, you know, is it, is it true? Is it useful? Um, And is it the right time? Um, And so I always try to ask myself those questions. And I think this podcast has, has been an experiment in honesty um, and my next value, which is vulnerability. Um, yeah, because like, if I'm so radically honest with everyone all the time, like I, I try to think about brutal honesty and it, sometimes maybe it's selfish and it just wants, I just want to feel superior than someone. So I'll just say like, Hey, uh, you know, you're just doing this. I don't fucking like you at all. And it's just like, that doesn't like help them, you know? <laughs> I just want to feel, like, right and better than them, you know? And, um... But, like, we have to be... We have to be honest with ourselves, you know? And we have to be honest with each other. It's really important. Um, And so I think it should always be an investigation. I don't think there should be a hard and fast rule about, like, this is when you always tell everyone everything. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, if I went around and just, like, told every single person that I thought was attractive that I wanted to frickin' have sex with them like that's honest that's honesty that is also like super not okay (laughs) and so that's like a great example of like okay like you're being a dick (laughs) if I was just like oh man yeah all the time that wouldn't that wouldn't be uh helpful or you know the right there is time for that there is time you know if you're like with somebody and you're like feeling comfortable and you want to like let them know that you think that they're beautiful like that can be fucking great you know um but i think sometimes i hide behind the fact that it's true and um 
I'm just, I sort of like use that as an excuse to just sort of like say anything I want. And so honesty is important, you know? Um, there's that Mark Twain quote, just like when in doubt, tell the truth. Yeah, I don't know. Because I, I feel like, you know, we have to come to each other with with where we're at, you know? And that's that's where it can start. And which gets to vulnerability, man, because, like, that's that's how we connect to one another. Um, and so much of this stuff, as I'm looking down at this page, is all about human beings and, and sort of connectivity. Um, and, you know, like, it's interesting because there are so many, like, everybody deserves love. You know, and I think that's one of my values. It's just like the, just like honoring the sacred nature of the individual. And I think maybe individuality is one of my own, one of my values, you know, and just letting people think for themselves and do their own thing. And like, I just don't like telling people what to do ever. I don't like anyone telling me what to do. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the Ram Dass quote, fucking like, the only thing you can do for me is work on yourself. Um, and if you want to help me, help yourself. Um, and he also has another one that, like, we're all just walking each other home, and it's like the most beautiful thing of all time. And so I, I really value that relationship with the self. Um, and I was listening to the great Duncan Trussell talk the other day on a podcast, and he was talking about how a lot of people think that spiritual work, like, is for themselves, and it's like, oh, I want to meditate so I have a more connected, awesome time and stuff, and me, 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 but he was, like, flipping the script on it for a sec and was being, like, what if, like, that's what puts us in a place to connect to others, you know, more effectively, um, and to, to love better, you know, to love each other better and ourselves better, um, and so that has been something that's really been blowing my mind recently, because <laughs> I've been just, like, not making enough time for myself recently and I somehow think that that is noble um but ultimately if I'm not serving myself I'm I'm really not serving anyone else and I just know that to be true I've never like cut out all of my self-care things and been feeling like oh that was great that was better like I'm really happy that <laughs> <laughs> I'm really happy that I got very little sleep. I really feel like it was so important for me to do what everyone else wanted me to do. <laughs> oh, man. So I know that I'm... that when I'm taking care of myself, that I'm so much more likely to be able to offer like grace or forgiveness or you know fucking joy comfort anything to anyone else like i'm just it's it's so nice to be in a position where your cup overflows and you can offer anything to anyone um but i think sometimes like i i don't like i i let myself get depleted and then i put the same pressure on myself i'm like why am i not giving enough you know and uh yeah, it's just, um, you know, it's like squeezing a freaking toothpaste thing that's like <laughs> just so crusty, crumply, thin, and I'm just like, God damn it! And then my hands are bleeding from trying to fucking do the thing, and I'm like, wah! You know, and I just need to, like, chill out. <laughs> and recognize that ultimately everyone just wants you to take care of yourself, you know? And the people that don't 
like the people that are demanding of your time and like fuck those people you know and like maybe that's just them being threatened because they're dependent on something that you offer them all the time you know and uh like who who are they to be entitled to your life's energy you know um yeah man anyways community is something i value a lot uh and inclusivity and uh, i think that's what i find a lot uh there's the things i like about the comedy i like and the things i like about um like the music i like and the and the different just sort of groups that i gravitate towards it's all about like i don't know just <sighs> reaching out and making the outsiders feel uh, at home and i guess i just feel like such a hardcore outsider all the time in every single situation <laughs> Um, that I've always just like really just loved that inclusivity thing, you know, and that t that to me like is what folk music is all about, and uh, like let's have these melodies that we can all sing, um, and then we can all participate in, and it's not this like exclusive like ooh look at me do this thing that you can't do, <laughs> um yeah, and and this podcast like the live ones you know, and it's just it's yeah I don't know these I feel like. That's what I'm looking for all the time, and when I find a sense of community, a sense of belonging, um, a sense of space that we, that I can offer others and others offer me, like, where we're all taking part in this thing, is just so beautiful and amazing, and, um, yeah, it's something that I wish I cultivated a little more intentionally, um, and I'm just so grateful for that I, that I do have friends. <laughs> with similar values and similar thoughts. Um, like I was just, I was playing some board games last night uh, with Carter and Sarah, fellow Nova darlings, and uh, Chris Green, who uh, is an awesome post-metal and shoegaze rock artist. Um, check out Leo Miner's EPs coming out pretty soon, and uh, also Grayson Bliss, his sweet post-metal album. Um, and Cameron Fishbein, lovely fellow bass player from Huntington Beach, the Gospel Swamp, um, and it was just so it was just so beautiful and so nice, um, and yeah, just I know I just showed up and they just taught me how to play the game that they were playing, and uh, it was just so it was so beautiful. I was inside doing work all day and just feeling like I didn't deserve a break, you know, because I was behind on stuff and. I just decided to go over to my friends and just the, the instant sort of like unconditional love that they show me is just so truly mind-blowing. Um, and yeah, just the immediate just sort of amnesty that I feel there. I'm like, there was snacks there and I brought some snacks and it was just like, dude, communities are the fucking best! I'm like, that's why I love like fucking punk rock and... I remember so distinctly, like, being at a punk show in a garage in Huntington Beach. Uh, and it was, like, this community that I wasn't really a part of. I was really just sort of, like, f uh, passing through the scene, you know? Not that they weren't letting me in, just I just, like, didn't... They all went to high school together and grew up together and played shows together, and I just sort of, like, found myself in this, like, bluegrass trio playing electric bass guitar. <laughs> and we opened up for all these fucking punk bands in this garage. I think it was... Bottle Cap Catastrophe was the name of the band. Drew Andrews Project. Um, 
Yeah, and I just remember like, and I remember singing this one White Stripe song with this one kid that I like I had just met that night, and he was like, "Oh, do you want to sing like I Fought Piranhas?" And I was like, "Yeah, fucking love I Fought Piranhas." <laughs> I think it's the last track on the first White Stripes record. Um, anyways, and I just like everyone was so into supporting each other's art, and it allowed for this beautiful thing um, to happen, you know, and. Um, I just remember this one kid got up and started singing his like these really like painful emo breakup songs and like everyone was like shut the fuck up like <laughs> like Ryan singing right now <laughs> you know and it was just like this rageful aggressive love that I loved so much and they were all singing along like so hard and so passionately and they all knew every each other's lyrics and I was just like yes dude like this is what this is what humanity is all about uh, lifting each other up and Walking each other home, Ramdas. So, yeah. Um, joy is one of my fucking values, you know? Like, I, I, we, we should allow ourselves joy, goddammit! Am I really justifying joy right now? Yeah, I am. There's this, like, puritanical part of me that's like, no joy until you get your work done. <laughs> but that's bullshit. I love to laugh. <laughs> and my friends that know me know that I just, that I have this like this just bombastic laugh. And uh I'm really embarrassed a lot often by it. And like how fucked up is that? How fucked up is that? TJ TJ Miller has like a stand-up bitter. He's just like, why do we make fun of each other's laughs? Like that's the most beautiful sacred thing in the world that like somebody is experiencing just like absolute bliss and just freedom from like <laughs> the reality of impermanence and just like the crushing weight of existence. And they're just sort of like riding the moment and just this outward expression of like love, you know, <laughs> and joy and presence and shit. And then other people are like, yeah, uh, you're pretty dumb when you do that. <laughs> And so, like, I, I laugh just, I just can't help it. But also, I love it, you know? And I remember uh, I was in a guitar lesson with um, Capital, who was on episode four of this podcast, Jonathan Patterson, uh, who's an incredible artist and teacher and friend. And uh, he was just laughing so fucking hard <laughs> at this, like, Star Wars joke that he made that, like, didn't really make sense and still doesn't to me but I, like we laugh at it constantly and like it's just gotten to the it was like such a beautiful lesson where it's just like i don't need like you should just take every opportunity you can to laugh like why wouldn't you you know and i think a lot of people sort of like see me giggling a lot and are just like oh this guy you know and it's just like and pete holmes like has has a lot of great material about it too he's like yeah that's like a choice that i that i laugh easily you know what i'm saying like <laughs> you should fucking try it sometime <laughs> like we're here so fucking briefly and life is full of so much pain why wouldn't we allow ourselves like just free joy that just like comes like why wouldn't we just like tap into that whenever we can you know not not sort of like desperately and clingingly but just like there's so much shit that's just hilarious. And, like, that's just my favorite response to the universe is laughter. Um, and if it's not laughter, it's it's tears, you know? And, and that's that's okay, too. And I don't want to certainly, like, reject the tears. But, I mean, it's input 
and if I'm just like a sensitive person, you know, and that's just one of the ways that I can just exhale, you know, because there's all this inhale happening, and it's just like, you know, that's my exhale, man. And like, it's great, and it's contagious, and it's free. <laughs> and it's something I feel like I can offer to others um, that I just really just don't see that there's a downside in. And I've been in fights with people that while I was laughing that they really just like attacked that part of my character and um so i've had a lot of people kind of say like you shouldn't be laughing <laughs> right now you know um and i think i just gotta say that like laughing is just so important to me and i just love looking at things sort of with an absurdist lens um and not like a nihilistic like oh nothing matters so it's all dumb like but like oh this is like so silly and so special, and everything is sacred, and nothing is sacred, and it's all dumb, and it's all great. And that's kind of how I, like, view ideologies, you know? Um, and I think I value, like, what is useful, you know? <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I, I, I like doing the spiritual work um, because it helps me love others, you know? And... Uh, Another Ramdas quote. I don't know if I've already said this one, but I would I would rather love than be correct, you know. And I'm also like a very cerebral person, and I think a lot of times in the past and still I'm just focused on being right, or it's like an ego thing of like, mind I have more knowledge than you. <laughs> and are we willing to give that up in favor of loving one another, one another, in favor of loving one another? <laughs> I also love doing voices and bits, and I feel like I'm always improvising with my friends. Like, not always well. Like, most of the time, pretty poorly. But it's just, it's so fun. Like, why wouldn't we be laughing together all the time? <laughs> um, education, curiosity, uh, stillness. Um, oh, no, I wrote silliness. But stillness, I think, is important, too. And also, yeah, just a lot of these are tied together, so I'm just kind of pouring through them. But yeah, wandering and stillness, you know, I feel like the negative space is so important. Um, and it's something I'm trying to convince myself of, that I love the in-between moments, and that's what connects us. <sighs> and just like, yeah, I don't know. Just like, I remember going to a, uh, like a mindfulness retreat, um, a Buddhist temple for the weekend down in Escondido, Deer Park Monastery. Uh, very cheap, affordable. A lot of the uh, spiritual vacation things are like so fucking ridiculously expensive where it's just like, what the fuck? Like, this is like the selling of indulgences <laughs> that the fucking Catholics got busted for a while ago. It's just like, yeah, pay like four grand and like learn how to meditate real good. It's just like, what? bitch who's got four grand and like i i love supporting the teachings and spirituality and shit but it's like bro i'm not about to pay four grand for three days of like <laughs> breathing and tea <laughs> anyways deer park monastery 25 bucks a night if you camp it's like 75 bucks a night or something if you want lodging, um, which is, like, so fucking cheap, you know, if you do your own rent, uh, math, or if you do, like, a motel or something. Anyways, uh, super great, and just, like, there was so much space in the day, 
and you got so much out of it. And just the pace when I was in Ireland over the summer of the day and just like realizing that the space it, it like really just adds to, the, to my quality of life and my quality of experience and allows me to be there and allows me to be connected. And when I'm all over the place and running in this jam-packed like American thing, like I'm not really anywhere. <laughs> and I'm lying to myself pretending that I'm everywhere and I'm just fucking not. And I think there's this part of me that's just like, I don't know like why I'm so keen on making myself miserable to feel like I'm being productive and worthy and like, Maybe I'll not only, maybe, first of all, maybe it's not about being productive all the time. And maybe, like, I'll be more productive if I'm fucking, like, sleeping and eating fucking good food and, like, walking and, like, <laughs> doing nothing sometimes, you know? And it's really, really counterintuitive. And it's really hard to, it's, like, kind of terrifying to sit there in the stillness, you know? And just be, like, because if you're always busy, you can just be, like, oh, well, I'm busy. That's why, you know, that's why. <laughs> and you can distract yourself, you know, from yourself. And uh anyways, I think the stillness is 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 important and as they say in the Buddhist tradition that it allows us to respond as opposed to react to our lives. Um and I love that. And that's the way I like to be. Um and I don't know, also I think I I think I value nuance and ambiguity and um because I love talking about Jesus and I I love talking about how how great and cool and punk rock that stuff is and also how fucking dumb and silly some of the institutional stuff is uh and some of the practicers of it and just like some of the concepts viewed through like specific lenses and to me that's like just as important as like talking about how cool that stuff is and, like, try not to get too precious about those ideas because it's, like, important to me. It's important to me to be able to, like, try on different ideas and chew on them and, like, you know, philosophy, but as a, you know, as a practice for a better life. Um, and I just, like, basically, in Myanmar right now, the Buddhist government is literally committing genocide against population of Muslims that, that live there and there are there are mass graves and there are people whose f corpses are being burned with acid on their faces so that people can't recognize the dead and the government has just not acknowledged this at all and it's fucking crazy like that is wild you know that that's happening right now Anyways, I think there's a part of me, an angry part of me, at that's angry at kind of the Abrahamic shit. And it's just like, fucking Christianity's so dumb. Buddhism is cool. <laughs> um, but basically being like, oh, regardless of your ideology, you can be like a shitty person that's fucking over people, you know? And it's not, maybe it's not the uh, the script that you're, reading off of maybe maybe it's how you're reading it and what you're gleaning from it you know and, and realizing that i know a hell of a lot of christian quality people that are uh that have that don't go to church on sundays and a lot of people that do go to church on sundays and that are righteous awesome people that are invested in in loving and learning and challenging themselves and stillness and uncertainty and all that rock and roll spirituality stuff um 
and I just like I know so many fucking awesome like Buddhists and like Buddhist teachers that I that I read and subscribe to their ideologies and find their ideas useful and challenging and all that shit. But like, let us not forget that it's not the it's not the ideology that determines the quality of a person. You know, <laughs> Republican, Democrat, mm, Christian, Buddhist. Like, there's fucked up shit happening everywhere. But there are also trends. And, uh, anyways, yeah, also politically, like, I'm just a fucking liberal, dude, and I, like, I want to be an independent so bad, I, like, want to, like, consider both sides, I, like, really want to be, like, level-headed about stuff, but, like, god damn it! <laughs> and, like, I think you guys have heard me on this podcast, if you've listened to this podcast, like, me try to have conversations with people with different ideologies, and just, I just don't speak my mind. Um, and I, I think listening is important, and, and hearing people out is important. Um, but also, like, for some reason, I won't give myself permission to have my own opinions, but I'll give everyone else permission, you know? And, like, I want to be a journalist, like, um, in in practice, I mean, of just, like, objectivity and truth and stuff like that. But also, like, that's cool for getting information, but I still, at the end of the day, have to reconcile what my own beliefs are. And my beliefs are just that, like, Donald Trump's just super big racist bully guy. And uh, the Republican Party is just the party for white people. And um, there are a lot of insidious, oppressive ideas that are cloaked in uh, other things. And, um, yeah, uh, it's just, it's bullshit and it's enraging. And um, there's a lot of people that disagree with me. And I'm okay with that. Um, and that's, like, not even that controversial of a statement to be like, well, you know what, guys, I'll say it. I don't like Donald Trump. <laughs> But I, you know, I the divisiveness frightens me, um, and I'm an advocate of togetherness. But I also don't feel like you have to compromise your values in order to find togetherness. And that's a struggle for a lot of people right now because I feel like that's the source of the division. It's just like we have these conflicting values. Um, you know, like, am I gonna ruin Thanksgiving? And just fucking, like, tell everyone why my ideas are better than theirs? <laughs> or am I going to, like, be able to sit in that incongruity, like, with members of my family and just be like, let us break bread. Let us eat, you know? Um, and that, like, just because someone has, like, a different ideology than me doesn't mean, like, one, doesn't mean that I have to like them. <laughs> but also it doesn't mean that I have to hate them, you know? Oh, let's see what else is on here. Beauty, nature, yeah. Yeah, dude. I had a music theory teacher that uh, was always talking about the quest for beauty, truth, and goodness. And um, that just has always really stuck with me. You know? And and that, like... Um, that's a quest. That's like a worthy quest, you know? I think a lot of times I feel dumb for wanting to make art, you know? Um... And that it's, it has to have some, like, really quantifiable, practical purpose. <laughs> but maybe it doesn't. It's really, it's really hard to quantify, you know, just transcendent beauty, you know. And that, and that that's okay. And it's okay to value these things that we can't quantify. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah! That's what I think! That's what I feel! I like 
making people laugh. I like being nice to people. I like talking about stuff. I like listening to stuff. I'm struggling, guys. I'm struggling with giving myself permission to be a person, you know, and to make time for myself and <laughs> to have preferences, you know, and, and to be specific, you know. But we forget that these, these heroes of ours, like, Martin Luther King was killed. <laughs> That's how many people thought his ideas were wrong, you know. They were just like, no, I don't think black people should have <laughs> rights, like... I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> That's wild and, and not something I should be laughing at in, in the sense of like, I don't want to make light of that. Um, it was just Martin Luther King Jr. Day and it's Black History Month and it's important that we like honor that. But also just, it's so absurd to me that I, I look back on people where I'm just like, they had the fucking courage to stick up for what they thought was right and then there's also this part of me that's like, and everyone also probably liked them. <laughs> and that no, that they they had they had the the balls to not be liked, you know. And that uh, on the judgment day, whatever that means, even if it's just sitting alone with yourself, like you gotta you gotta stand for shit, you know. And he stood for shit. He stood for shit. He stood for stuff. So did the mythological Jesus. <laughs> so did, like, anyone cool ever, you know? Um, and I love getting along, and I love communicating, and I love all that shit. But I think sometimes I don't allow myself to... Like, I put myself out there a lot, and then I'm like, oh, I'm out there, dang. <laughs> like, I love provocative ideas. I love I love things that make me think, and I love trying to make other people think. And then sometimes, you know, people have reactions, and I'm very much, like, instigating reactions, and then people have reactions, and I'm like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, God. So, I'm trying to learn to love myself better, friends. And, uh, yeah, I think that that starts with, um, I don't know how it starts, but I think not only will it improve my life, but it will improve uh, all of my deeds and all of the ripple effects of those deeds um, if I'm carrying a lightness about me. If I'm carrying joy, if I'm carrying uh, a presence and uh, an ability to connect. And if I don't have that energy, then what am I offering anyone other than just like stress and, and <laughs> you know, and that type of shit. Anyways, love you guys. I really do. Um, and... I'm growing, and I'm trying to afford myself the patience and that I don't have to turn this self-work process into a weapon against myself, just like a new rubric to measure up, to fail against, you know, so that I can just, like, freaking beat myself up in a secret way, you know? So, 
I love me. I love you. And, uh, what do you give a fuck about? I'd love to know. Hit me up. You know how to find me. Happy Sad Sock Thing at gmail.com. Happy Sad Sock Thing Facebook page. Happy Sad Sock Thing Instagram. Yeah, what do you give a fuck about? Tell me. Help me figure out what I give a fuck about. All right, that's the whole podcast. Have a sweet day. Happy Sad Sock Thing. Happy Sad Sock Thing.